Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Before we jump into the show, we'll cover our partners here. And right now, more than ever, is when we are loving our partners. Uh, we love them all the time, but right now during season, we're really loving them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scent Crusher, uh, the, the podcast is presented by Scent Crusher been using the hell out of it and it's like this is stuff that you guys all know but we need to tell you because you need to know you need to know now get it in your brain that's you to know the room clean the gear bag the gear bag is my favorite right now because i'm living out of it during season yeah october 1st the gear bag goes with me from my house to my truck from truck to the field and all my gears in there i change out of it it's my portable closet i guess yeah, exactly um we have yep. the full closets everything we use the whole sink crusher line the soaps the sprays all that stuff is awesome that you get they sell kits now you can buy the whole kit um it's amazing i'd say between the bag and the ogozone max o- ogozone ozone go max <laughs> yeah because you know like stop at the gas station fill yeah. up or something got the max running Yep. You know what's funny? I'm so used to kind of the, the smell of ozone is there and then it dissipates yeah. and goes away. But what I've noticed is like my truck will get stinky from like just being in it, like pretty much living out of it, changing in it, yeah. sweating in it from mm-hmm. work. I'll run that and then get out of it and not. I'm like, I think it worked. And then I, when I come back into my truck, when I'm like, oh yeah, it's just it's uh-huh. fresh in here. Yeah. yeah. So check those things out. It'll I think it'll definitely change the way you do scent control. And I think you'll note you will notice a difference within time. Um, it might not be like, wow, that deer didn't smell. It's easy to say, well, that deer didn't smell me and mm-hmm. it was downwind. Anyone can say that, and you're, you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, you're fucking dumb. I'm just gonna believe what you say. Yeah. Just just try it. That's all I can say. We love it. Um, we wouldn't put them be- right behind our name if we didn't believe in it. Uh, working class bow hunter presented by Scent Crusher, ScentCrusher.com. HHA Sports. Mm-hmm. Super happy with that partnership. Scott Bach and great friends with him. It's just been it's been so good. Uh, the products are top notch. It's a lifetime warranty, American made. They support our veterans. I have a story once we get into this podcast about HHA. Um, just super stoked with all of our gear. The Virtus Rest performed flawlessly in Colorado. Um, my dad fell on his 
and it was fine. <laughs> like when I say fell, like my dad fell on it and laid there for a minute. It was like <laughs> my body hurts, and it was completely fine. So it was kind of cool. Uh, also, elite archery. Love our rituals. We talk about them all the time. Me mm. and Doug are shooting the working class bow hunter edition ritual. Yep. We got some deer down on them babies already. Oh yeah. Uh, Tank is shooting the tempo. Yep, tempo. And uh, yeah, love our elites. Check out elitearchery.com. All right, let's get off on the episode here. We hope you guys enjoy. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 Episode 249 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Bring her on in. Come in for the fun. Get in here. Yeah. We're in here. Come yeah. on in. Everyone's get family here. Nice and close. Yeah, we're all bowhunters. Papa Squat. Yeah, get on in. Come on. Just pull a chair up to the table. Grab a beer. I wish we could do that. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. fun. It's like, yeah. come on, guys. Let's just, I got a mic for everybody. Let's <laughs> hop on. Let's yell at each other. <laughs> Talk shit. Hey, 249. We're almost at 250. That's a milestone. We'll have a party for that one. We'll get out the, uh, Steve can get his Hennessy. Oh, boy. And uh, Steve's still on second shift, which is why this intro is a little calmer than it normally is. But, yeah, we're trucking along. We are officially just over a week in, a little over a week and a half into bow season here in Iowa and Illinois mm-hmm. um, around the Midwest. Some states started mid-September, so they're uh, they're pushing a month in. Um, man, it feels good, don't it? It feels oh, good to be back. It feels right. With the weather coming? Ooh. Yeah. Next 10 days. Next 10 days. It's supposed to be good. Get out there. Yes. Okay. So we're going to get into that. First, I'm going to start off with the veteran shout out, and we're going to mess up some pronunciations. Um, This was submitted by Danny Green. Uh, The veterans are Mike Ragsdale and Chad Miller, U.S. Air Force for Mike and U.S. Army for Chad. Um, Mike was a sergeant, aerospace ground equipment mechanic in Afghanistan. And Chad, uh, four deployments to Afghanistan, seven years in the Army, sergeant, sniper team leader, wow. 75th Ranger Regiment, 3rd Ranger Battalion. I know there was more for uh, Mike, but I knew that I wouldn't be able to pronounce <laughs> where he was at in Afghanistan, so I didn't even try and butcher it. I didn't it. know if that was English, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've known Mike. This is what he writes. I know Mike since grade school, hell of a guy, lives for bow season. This year in Missouri's opening day, I got to film him kill a, a very nice buck. I've only known Chad for about a year. First time I met him, we kicked it off great when we realized we were both into bow hunting. He's a great guy and funny as hell. Super proud to call these guys friends. They would both give you the uh, the shirt off their back. 
That's very cool. So thanks, Danny, for submitting those guys. Mike and Chad, thank you for your service. We yep. really appreciate yep. you. Thank you. Good luck to you guys this season. And uh, then that what's cool about bow hunting is you find somebody else that bow hunts, and you can kind of find that common ground. And it's almost mm-hmm. like you make great friends really fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for it sure. doesn't take as long to become close, like trustworthy friends with someone when you share that same passion of hunting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a weird thing. It's there's, it's weird. There's no uh, feeling out process, really. It's like, oh, yeah. you hunt, I hunt, and then right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little like you get that like the personal feel out, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's kind of yeah. yeah. If you're on the same way, the wave, same wavelength as yeah. them when it comes to hunting, you're automatically buddies. Yeah. It's a cool thing. There's like a handful of questions, and if they answer them right, you're like, this guy's awesome. This, guy, this guy's in. Well, you can tell how like someone carries himself, and you know, if they're a hunter, you can tell yeah. how they carry themselves. Uh-huh. And it's like, for example. There's some things online that, like, different, like, say, like, an Instagram model. We saw this today, mm. actually. We we're talking about mm. this at work. There was a chick posing with a bow <laughs> and, like, trying to look like Miss Professional Bow Hunter. But you can just tell by the way they, like, hold the bow. Like the stance. The stance. Like, the things that they do, you can tell that it's not authentic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, there's just, like, a certain, like, transparency you can see because mm-hmm. it kind of requires someone to dive, like, bow hunting especially, to dive into the rabbit hole to kind of have that same relation as you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, when you get that deep into it and you hold a bow like they were, you just, you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> right. You're just like, this is not right at well, all. Well, like, we've all seen the ads where someone's, like, holding a bow wrong and, like, trying to, like, sell it, and you're kind of like, yeah. It, just, it feels dirty. I appreciate what you're trying to do, but I, dec- I just can tell you're not about it. But Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of funny to me, but it's a, but it's just cool, man. Like it just creates close friends, and we've met so many people through the the podcast that it's it's been amazing. It's crazy. It is. Yeah. It's crazy if you think about it. Uh, so yeah, we've got the veteran shout out. Go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Hit the contact form. You'll find the veteran shout out there. Uh, we want to talk about real quick. We're doing two hundred. Well, the Instagram hunters blend coffee giveaway is already over. We still have to pick a winner. That'll be up uh, by the time this airs. We'll have a winner picked, but. If you'd like to get in on the Facebook giveaway, scroll down. You'll see the picture of the – we're giving away a tumbler and a bag of Hunter's Blend coffee, and you just got a comment in there. Like, show us your favorite hunting photo and give us a like and a share if you would. Uh, so, And also, if you were like, oh, I don't care about that giveaway. I just want to get a discount on some kick-ass coffee. Uh, the code working class will get you a discount on Hunter's Blend coffee. So check that out. Um, congrats to everyone so far that's got success on – early season deer yeah, um yeah big shout out connor wakefield he got it done on public ground on a nice doe aaron adkins him and his buddy got a double uh they sent us a cool video hanging bang check it out <laughs> they both killed uh both killed does which was awesome yeah hanging bang's a term now it's official we've crowned that a term thank you daniel wilson yeah. you're a bad you, bitch and we love you and uh <laughs> you need to come back for a podcast very soon we'll let you get to, to hunting though because it's gonna be hard to have guests in the studio and have guests yeah. now yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not even thinking about having guests but We're hanging and banging hanging and banging <laughs> dude the keeper brothers use hanging yeah. bang on their show i couldn't That's believe awesome. it so it's a term, man. It's I've taken been, off. I've been hearing through listeners that other podcasts are starting to use hang and bang. I heard the saddle hunting gang is using hang and bang. The saddle hunting gang is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Those boys are like coming at you with switchblades. Dude, I, that's a gang. They're a yeah. gang, man. Gang. They're over there. I, I was like, I was like, man, I, I I don't know about the saddle hunting. I'm willing to try it. Like I'm open minded to do it. And I have one dude who's like, gang, gang, bro, you're about to be about it, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, easy up. Fuck up. I was like, easy, man. Can I just hang and bang? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you got to hang and bang. You're like, no, bro, it's hang and swang, man. <laughs> we swang out here, like, bro. Dang. I was like, you can have that one, uh, Saddle Hunters. Just give us credit. They're like, hey, we're hanging and swanging. I'm like, ease up, all right? You know, they're looking like a Fruit Loop in that tree. <laughs> it's aggressive. <laughs> I can't wait to try Saddle Hunting, man. I'm going to give that Dude, a run. I am so pumped. I'm gonna right now. Everyone, all the saddle hunting communities making uh, Play-Doh snakes. Yeah, just just oh. rubbing those hands together and making Play-Doh snakes. As we're just, talking about, you this. just fucking wait. <laughs> yeah, you just wait, bitch. You're gonna be about it. Yeah, saddle hunting, man. What do you guys think about saddle hunting? Let's hear it. I, I'm curious. I'm open minded to it. I'm I'm excited about it. I I tried it kind of sorta in my uh, just regular harness and. I was surprised at how comfortable I was, and that's just like some ropes. Move your mic up like a half inch. There you go, bro. Perfect. Yeah, I. It felt comfortable. <clears throat> it felt like it, right yeah. at home. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I like started like leaning back, and I'm like, oh, saddle hunting podcast for us. That's something we're gonna get into here uh, soon. But I want to be. I want to try it and and yep. experience a little bit in different situations before we do the podcast. I don't want to just do one and not have them and not yeah, know not what I've tried it. Because yeah. what it'll be is it'll be every other podcast that they've talked about saddle hunting that the host hasn't done it. I want to like give it a, a fair shot and a fair yeah. chance so I can say So you have real questions. Yeah, real questions and I can tell you I like this part about it, but I didn't like this part. Or yeah. I you know what I mean? I can give you my concerns. Yeah. Like right now I have concerns about it, but I also see the benefits of it. Right, right. I say so, the more I think about it, I, the more I, I hope it's like the best thing ever. Yeah. Because it'd be so much easier. Yeah, why would you you know, if it was the best thing, like, and guys that are into it, man, love it. And that's yeah. cool, you know. Yeah. Um, the fucking man is in it. Tony Smith. He's all about it. The fucking man is about it, man. We'll That's see crazy. if he uh, finds success out of that yeah. hanging and swanging. We'll see if he does. <laughs> fucking swing. I hope away. he does. I hope he yeah. does kill one. Shout out Tony Smith, the fucking man. Yeah, I've never uh, tried it, so I don't know. I don't have. I don't want own one either. So yeah, I'm be hanging and banging, not hanging and yeah. slanging. It's hanging bang either way. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, true. He's still hanging. Still banging. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's all a, we're, we're all a family. Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's not split up now. Let's Pull up a yeah. chair, grab a mic, and yeah. let's talk about it. Get a beer. Beer's in the fridge. Uh, right now, a couple other things to get through. Our latest episode is out on Carbon TV with Scott Bakken. We recorded this one at Deerfest um, in West Bend, Wisconsin, at the HHA booth. We talk about his do-it-yourself Alaskan bow hunt. Um, so that's kind of a cool episode. Different scenery. Um, Had a cool feel to it from what I yeah. saw. Yeah, cool cool feel. A little different. Um, Scott's just, he's the man. He, he really went for it when it comes to that backcountry bow hunting. Uh, cool stories. He had an encounter with a grizzly. Um, so just shout out Carbon uh, Carbon TV and Combination Creative. Jordan Johnson did a yeah. hell of a job uh, producing that show for us. I will say um, I feel bad for Steve having to sit next to Scott Balkin. It was like <laughs> me, normal human who drinks a lot of beer, yeah. just the fittest of superheroes, Scott Balkin, yeah. and just like Steve. a melting yeah. chunk of Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> of Wisconsin. That's been in your truck for a while. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh. That's what Jordan said. He's like, dude, editing this show, it was like normal guy like superhero just like ball of like hot play-doh <laughs> they don't even want to touch it's like damn it's tough out here but yeah check that out if you would go to carbon tv and they do that they have that new carbon rating now so you can rate your show if you give us a 10 and you follow us on the carbon tape and send us a screenshot of that and on facebook or instagram we will send you a working class bow hunter sticker for the sticker. rating 
Ooh, it's deeper. Um, okay, and then something I want to start doing here, moving into the episode. I want to start doing a question of the week when we mm. think about it. And this is for all you listeners out there. And I want, I'm really curious about this. I'm, some of them might not, not, might not make sense, but you have to just hear me out and play along with the rules and just answer the question as asked. Oh, God. So question of the week, volume one. Oh, boy. If you had to, so say you're at work all day and you know there's a 200-inch deer and you have to go hunting. You can't go home and shower and scent crusher is not an option. You go in and you either go smelling like body odor to kill this deer and you know the wind's questionable. You go smelling like body odor. Like I'm talking like it kind of smells like onions. Ooh. Like you're that type of body odor right there. Ooh. Or you put on Old Spice deodorant and go to the woods and smell like Old Spice. Would you rather go smelling like oniony body odor or Old Spice like perfumed up deodorant? I'm talking like you put it on good. <laughs> you put it on like you're like, you like get in the stand. You can smell it. Yeah, you put it on like you're about to go meet a lady friend after oh. work. Oh, dang! What would you rather do? Go in smelling like a human, or go in smelling like Old Spice deodorant? Douglas, you answer. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. I think I'm gonna go with the the human body odor. You're gonna rock the onion, huh? I feel. I, don't know, I feel like it's more natural of a scent than fucking Old Spice. <laughs> Perfume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear armpit. you. I hear you. Whoops. Sorry. Oh. Right. Oh. What would you rather do? I got you up a little high there. See, I would go with the Old Spice. I feel like the deer wouldn't know what the smell of Old Spice is, but they're definitely going to know what a human smells like, right? That's a good point, man. They're both good points. I don't know. It's a tough one. I'm thinking I'm right just because. You know what i do? <laughs> you... Go put get ju- your scent crusher back. Not, yeah, so you can't say that. <laughs> if I can't, if it wasn't an option, like if like Dan Drake's like, fuck your sponsorship and took it. <laughs> I was like, like oh, no. sad. He took my bag from me. <laughs> oh, shit. I would uh, put deodorant in one armpit <laughs> and rock both smells. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mix them up. The deer's just like, I don't know what the No, I'll be on. honest with you. I would, oh, man, that's a tough one. He's that just more a, curious. He comes, yeah. he comes in because he's like, what is that's that? a tough one. I would, um, there's a lot of different smells of uh, Old Spice. You can get some piney smells. I'm talking classic. Cla- Ooh, I'm talking classic like high school Old blue. Spice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you put after a gym, a gym class. class. Yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, I'd probably, <clears throat> I'm going to want to change my answer right when I say, I'd say I rock the, the deodorant. See? Man. I just, the deer knows what a human smells like, right? I would say that it's more, oh, God, I don't know, but the, the perfume of that deodorant is going to travel. It's going to travel, I think, more than body odor would. I think I might go body odor. I changed my answer. See, that's a tough one. See, well, Let now, us know what you think. We're, we'll, we're done debating. Let us know what you think. I mean, either right way, in. you're probably not going to kill that 200-inch Yeah, <laughs> you're fucked. He's smelling something. Yeah. It's not a good situation for you. I think you can take the 200-inch and just put, like, fawn, and it's the same. Like Maybe. We were <laughs> about, like, uh, a hedgerow. And there's like some old hedge balls. They kind of smell like bo almost sometimes. If if I was I've in that situation, that. I would really? I would roll in the first pile of shit I found. You can't though. There's no shit in these woods. <laughs> no, none. Yeah, there's absolutely. But there's no. deer. Yeah, but they it's don't mystical. Sh- there's shit out in the neighbors. <laughs> what I would do is find a cedar tree and just. That's the thing. You're challenging the jump. rules of the question. Yeah, I'd I'm find a cedar saying, tree man. and just jump in the cedar tree and just. just <laughs> put a lot. Just <laughs> mashing cedar. You're just like. Stuff it down your pants. You're just like <laughs> mashing cedar berries in your armpit. <laughs> Ooh, ah. The sharp, sharp, the sharp. <laughs> okay, All that's right. the question of the week. Anyway, enough rambling. What do you think? Let us know. 
Okay. Man, we're week one. We're weekend. Yeah. Who, who fired off first? It was you, Doug. The Dukeless. Was it? Yeah. It was you. Tell us. Uh, so let's let's explain to the people. The the light in the studio was no. It was it was me. I fired first. No, it was you. The light in the studio is red. And it's going to be red for a few weeks now. Actually, three weeks. So, I shot a coyote opening morning at my lease. First sit on the lease. Perfect. And I I got in. So get this shit. So I I pull up to the property all excited. It was like eighty degrees opening day. By the way. <laughs> yeah. So I drive down. Terrible. I got like a forty minute drive to my lease. Just, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> all right. So, well, I pull in, and the, I get there, and the gate's open. And the gate's not supposed to be open. Uh-oh. I'm the only one with a key. The landowner, yeah, but I'm the only one that's supposed to be there from from our lease contract, the dates. So I'm like, oh, someone's here. What the fuck? So I call my dad. I'm like, hey, someone's at the in in here. The gate's open. I was like, I don't know where to go. I didn't want to drive through the property. I was going to park by the gate. I planted some green screen, which is like this, like, it's like 15 foot tall circle oh, grass yeah, at this point. You showed me. It's, it's tall. So I was going to park right there, change, do my whole scent crusher thing, get to a low pressure stand that wasn't in the woods, kind of on a fringe, so I wasn't going to pressure it too hard. And I'm like, well, the gate's open now. So I don't know if the landowner was mowing or what's going on. So I didn't want to park there and then walk up and have somebody be doing something up there that they shouldn't be. And I don't have my vehicle. So I pull up the little hill here on my lease. I get up there, and there's a pickup truck parked up there, and there's nobody in it. And I'm like, I thought someone was bow hunting. I'm like, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> so I, I, I go up to this truck. I'm, like, looking all around. I'm like, there's no bow case. Like, there's no hunting equipment. Like, this isn't a hunter. So I call the landowner. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm here to hunt. There's a pickup truck parked up here. Oh, yeah, I'm with the Forester this is the only day we can make it out. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm hunting. Like, this is, why do I pay for, I didn't say this, but in my head, I'm like, why do I pay yeah, I signed a lease. to yeah. hunt this? And if I can't, if opening day, you're going to yeah, be here. First day, he's already back in there. So they're there. They walked like almost the entire fucking property. God. Because it's these with the forester to do like, I don't know. He hasn't a bunch of forestry programs, which is awesome. But I'm like, dude, on opening day. Yeah. So he was really apologetic. He's like, I didn't know it was opening day. He doesn't hunt. No. I didn't know it was opening day. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Like, this is the only day he was available. We tried to do this months ago. And, and then he walked the other little piece. He's like, all right, you've seen enough. We're getting out of here so you can do your thing. So I'm already like, God yeah. damn it. And yeah. it's our 80 degrees. Yeah. I'm just like, this is not good. Nothing's <laughs> mo- wanting to move. Yep. Like, yep. Good news is, though, it's better to have that happen the first day then november first <laughs> rip, rip the band-aid yeah, off. yeah get yeah. it out of the way right away rip the band-aid off so i'm like okay so i go to that same stand i had planned on St- in all in all doubt like advice stick with your game plan even if you think you should change your mind sometimes sticking with your game plan is the best the best bet stick with yeah. the game plan keep that in your head I, I i have the tendency to want to jump around and that was like the thing i'm pulling <laughs> yeah, from did. last season to this like i just want to be everywhere you know so i jump around change game plan so i'm, I'm trying to just Keep my head stick to your game plan. So stuck with my game plan. Went in, sat there, and I'm I'm sitting there maybe 15 minutes. And the underbrush in the woods is like a couple feet, oh, three feet tall. And I see like a, like 15 yards what I thought was a coyote. And it walks through, and I'm like, and it, and I don't see it anymore. I'm like, ah, I just saw I thought a coyote right there. Or a dog, because it was just walking on nonchalance. Like when you see yeah. a coyote, they're normally bouncing around yeah, all crazy. Right, right. And I sat there for like 
two, three minutes, whatever. I don't know. And I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, then I see the coyote moving. And it's going down the ravine. It's starting to do the coyote bounce where it's like, doot, 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 yep. doot, trotting along. And I'm like, now or never, got to get this coyote, man. Draw, put it on him. He's like 15 yards, but moving downhill, probably into 20 yards by the time I shot. And I just followed through with my shot and let it go and dropped him, laid him over a log. Wow. Just like, <laughs> I went, I heard, thwap! And my arrow zipped through him, dropped him, hit a log. And I don't know, I'm shooting a victory rip TKO arrow. Like uh, fi- just over like like 510 grains ish. Yeah, and I'm shooting 125 grain head, and I don't know if I went through that dead log and blew up my light and knock, and it's in the ravine, or if I hit that log and it went up in the air. But I didn't see it in, in mid flight. But it just laid him over the log. So I didn't see any deer, but I, I shot a coyote. So <laughs> not I bad for one. your first sit though. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, that's a good way. So lights red. You know, we count that success in the woods as a red light. Yeah. It's a kill. And then, yep. so yeah, that's my opening day story. So Mine was, was uh, not as good. It was just really hot and mosquitoes were attacking me and I didn't <laughs> see shit. So That's the majority <laughs> of people's opening day in Illinois, man, Illinois and Iowa. Yeah. People are like, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'd say I, uh, I saw a coyote that I didn't get a shot at and thank God for my thermosel. I did see about 20 fucking turkeys though and all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just lucky to... Coyote, you don't get to shoot coyotes often. Some people mm-hmm. do. Depends on what property you have. It is surprising how some people kill a bunch of them, but I mean, yeah. I kill maybe one or two if I'm lucky. A year? A year. Oh, damn. That's a lot to me. Yeah. I would say I'll see like one or two. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't see them that often. I have a coyote problem then. You might. <laughs> you should get a trapper. <laughs> I should. You Fuck should get into trapping. Fuck them. It's a pain in the ass. I know that. Yeah. So what else happened? You had... You were... You had more action that week because you're so. We should talk about your property. So, or did did mine my other story happen first? Um, yours happened first. You're because I shot mine Monday. Oh right. Okay. Okay. So we come we come into the weekend. It'd be the first weekend of bow season, which is when most people can get out. Which was also youth season. Mm-hmm. Was it youth season in Iowa? Also, your guys is different. No, ours is before October first. Yeah. Oh really? Okay, that's kind of cool. Um. Yeah, I thought it was weird. Yours is during both. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. So <laughs> I was sitting in a stand. It would have been. Fuck, I'm trying to think. I think it was Friday night. And Steve, Steve, he went into this weekend motivated, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, he he oh, went boy. in first weekend motivated. And I, I gave him props. And I think all of us, even the listeners out there, need to keep Steve's motivation going because he's not <laughs> the most naturally motivated human being. And I really wanted him to get some shit done. Both he, do, he does seem more motivated this year than ever. So I'll give him. Yeah. That. I think he's tired. He feeds off of the bullshit. Like people making fun of him. Like he loves that though. Yeah. He, he really does love that. He loves like the attention around. It. He loves like the back and forth. He loves. He loves jokes. Yeah. Yeah. In general, he loves jokes. But in the back of his mind is like, I should probably kill something. Yeah. So and he does kill deer. He just needs to get that good. Uh, uh, he needs to get a buck. Antlers on the ground. Antlers on the ground. And thing is steve's like antlers i'm gonna shoot it that's where he's at in his learning curve of bow hunting we're gonna celebrate that you know yeah so i get a text friday from steve i just hit a buck i hit a i hit a twig but i and i it hit him far back my arrow like deflected and i'm like all right i'm like okay we can get through this shit before we've done it done it before so i'm like okay man yeah we've all been there yeah we've all been there it happens to every bow hunter it's like all right hang tight let me finish up my hunt 
I'll get down. I'm on, I'm probably hunting 15 minutes from Steve, maybe 20 minutes. Okay. Um, where our properties are. So I head over. And we get in there, and he's like, "Man, he's like, I hope I I hit him good." And you know, he's not a big buck, but he he was he's going to be a good deer for me. And you know, kind of you give me the rundown. And I'm trying to like tell me everything that happened, man. Because if I'm going to like dissect this blood trail, not seeing the shot, I need to know these details. Yeah, it's it's very hard as like a hunting friend coming in and they're telling you like to put pieces together to make yeah, the puzzle. Yeah. yeah, and my thing is too like I always say this, and I've said it for a long time. I like to be the bloodhound. Like if someone, yeah. I want to be the guy and I'm not saying that I am that guy, but I want to be that guy that people are like, Hey, call Kurt. Yeah. I'm not saying I am that person, but I want to be that person. So yeah. I go on as many blood trails as I fucking oh, yeah. can. I love blood trails. I love them. And yeah, it's, yep. you learn something from every single blood trail and I've been All on a different. lot of blood trails. Mm-hmm. So I've been on a lot. I've been on like 200 more blood trails than Steve. <laughs> oh, for, for sure. And that's probably real numbers. So... You know, just not on me, just my friends, me and my friends and my dad and, you know, people that are in hunt camp. I've been on a lot of blood trails and that's just the facts of it. So I go in there and I'm like, all right, Steve, let's break this down, man. We get there and I was just like right away. I'm like, all right, let's let's see what we can do. Kind of already yelling at Steve for some things he did. I'm like, dude, this is day one shit. I won't get into detail there. I'll let you guys guess. I'm like, come on, man. What the (laughs) fuck? Like. It was his setup. So <clears throat> his stand setup is why I yelled at him. <laughs> we get there, and I find his arrow. We find his arrow, and I'm like, I look at his arrow, and it's like busted off at the at the cut of the arrow. <laughs> and I'm like, that's weird. I'm like this is. Uh, I've never seen that. Yeah, I was like, I've never seen this happen. I was like, uh, like you said, you could put a whole new insert in and broadhead, right? Uh, yeah, you could. Yeah, I'm like, um. I was like, hey, man, this is really strange. And there was like a little hair. And imagine if you had a blood blister on your finger, like a little blood blister, and you pop that blood blister and you put it on top of that deer hair that was in the, like crammed in the arrow. And <laughs> a I'm paper like, cut. I'm like, Steve, I was like, how big was that that twig you hit? I was like, was it a full-blown limb? Like, yeah, it was pretty big. And I'm like, see, that's what I said. Like, tell me the fucking details. He didn't tell me the details. <laughs> That's what I needed to dissect this because if you would have hit a limb or if you would not not hit a twig and hit a fucking limb, I would have said like, all right, well, give it a give it an hour, get down, look at your arrow, send me a picture of your arrow. Yep. Because when you're shooting an expandable broadhead or even a, a fixed blade, even or even a slug, and yep. you hit a you hit a limb like a limb limb mm-hmm. or a branch, not good at any circumstance. It does stuff. So I think what he did was, <laughs> I think he hit that and it broke off everything out in the front, and he must have hit it hard. And I think he just like smacked the deer with his arrow with no broadhead on it. <laughs> he said, "Get the hell out of here!" Yeah, he and, should uh, check her on that limb. I wonder if the, I don't know, I wonder That'd if it's crammed cool. in there. I didn't think to look at the time. It was yeah, dark yeah. when we picked it up, and I looked at it, and then we moved on. And I didn't think to look at the broadhead yeah. that's laying there. Yeah. My bet would be no, it wasn't. My bet yeah. would be it's it snapped off. He had to hit it hard because right. you don't hit a deer and break off your insert in a deer. You and then, no. Yeah, yeah. You know, with no other blood. Yeah, there's no other blood. I'm like, even hey, a shoulder shot, you get like usually like three inches of blood on your shaft. Something. Yeah. And I looked at the uh, I looked at his arrow. I'm like, this deer's not dead, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he was bummed, man. I felt really bad for him, but I was like, hey, dude. I was like, you're in the club now. Yeah. 
This is part of it, man. This, this, is, this is part of it. I was like, you're hustling. Just feel he, that pain. He went out the next morning and hustled, and he's doing good. Um, I, he probably That's not a story that he probably wanted me to tell. It needs to be told. But I feel like me saying this, and it one, will motivate him, and two, it could be a learning experience for a lot of new bow hunters. And mm-hmm. and the tip I was trying to tell Steve, I was trying to ask him, like, how the deer act? Where did he go? What, what did he do? Like, I need to know everything. And I think that when I said that to Steve – I don't think he calculated like what I all meant. Yeah. I'm like, well, give me the body language of the deer after the shot. Like, mm-hmm. how did he run? Did he run so far and then stop? Did he just bolt like a bat out of hell and just crash through everything? And I don't think he realized that. So a lot of guys that hit deer, if you've ever lost a deer, it kind of gets in your head like, look for that deer. And if you can still see the deer, don't look away until that deer is 100% out of sight. Yeah. Yep. That's my tip for that. Follow him until that deer is no longer in your sight anywhere. Right. If he's standing there in CRP for an hour and it's going dark, you sit there and Just blow a hole in him in your eyes until yeah. it goes dark. Yep. Because if he does something weird, if he jumps down into a ditch or run goes one way, then stumbles the other way, and then takes off to the other yep. side, like you need to know that information. Mark a tree. Get some visuals. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Pick something that stands out that you can be like, he was by, he, he was around here. Yep. Exactly. Because yep. they do weird stuff when they're about to die. Because yep. if you got no blood and you got to go off what the hunter saw, like Steve, like he didn't see where it went really. Yeah. You're just guessing now. And yeah. then yeah. you're screwing we, yourself over. I might add, though, we did still t- make an effort to look for that yeah. deer a little bit and mm-hmm. there was no blood. And the arrow told me there was no penetration yeah. i think his arrow hit a limb and lost all kinetic energy right. and it was just kind of like someone like slapped him i think it, i yeah. swear it slapped that deer Ben. as weird as that sounds <laughs> i mean you had that happen tank last year yep yep i i actually hit a twig this was a twig and it just kicked the ass of my arrow up and it just smacked the side of a doe like the shaft of it did? yep <laughs> straight on just slapped it just shaft <laughs> the deer ran 50 yards and looked back like what the hell just happened? <laughs> and it just she went back to feed, and I'm like, oh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooch. I was like, okie dokie. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna tell anybody about this. And then now it's on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now it's downloadable for all the internet. Yeah. Everybody. So poor Steve, <laughs> but I think that we just need to give him words of encouragement. He's. I know he plans on hustling this weekend, which I told him, man. Like we checked his cams, and he had some good bucks on there. I'm like, dude, listen here. I was like throw everything else out the dude, window this weekend it's gonna be fire yeah i'm like oh. dude sink oh. sink control your wind and hunt yep mm-hmm. that's what you need to know right now steve get in there and go after us like you will kill a deer man you will get it done you'll kill a buck he will yep. he, he needs to let the wind decide what stand he hunts i know he decided what stand he was gonna hunt regardless of the wind which like he, yeah it's already set in which he didn't him. get busted but that's not I, gonna happen every time and I always yeah, hunt the wind. Big doe, mature doe, mature buck come in. Yeah. They don't mess around. Yeah, so that's Steve battled that, but that's part of it, man. That yep. happens yep. to all of us. And Yep, for sure. That's we, how you come back, though. You got to come back strong. You got to come back motivated. You can't let that shit discourage you. That's a lot of bow hunters getting alive. And I've, uh-huh. I've, I've had that happen. Last year, I was almost I was almost ate up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You almost quit bow hunting. Yeah, I was fucking pissed, <laughs> dude. I hit I hit that high, that, that eight high in the shoulder, and I was just like... How many friends have you had that happen though? Look at the buck and they call you. I'm done. I quit hunting. I'm, every I'm, I'm done hunting. Every dude I know that's super die hard about yeah. it. That's put. Then you got to calm down. Hey. Yeah. Anytime that there. you can put every waking minute that you're not at work in a stand. Exactly. And use nothing. your vacation time, sick mm-hmm. time, and all that yeah. for that. And no, and it doesn't work out. 
Oh, you're just like, are it, you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's like, why do I do this? <laughs> and then you're, you get a buddy who shoots a buck, and you're just like, fuck okay, you. I need that. <laughs> I needed that though. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he experienced it, but I feel for him. You know. Yeah. It's one of those things. Um, where what happened next? It was my next series of event. Is what happened next? Yeah. Would you shoot your Saturday, Sunday, Sunday night, Sunday night? Yeah. So, for a lot of people out there in the Midwest, they know that we've been hit with a monsoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the last week? Yeah. It just, like, the yeah, it just stopped on us and just poured. It's like, let's just rain here for a while. Yeah. Just hang out. <laughs> let's let's alert everyone with a flood warning on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, three times during one day. Yeah. So, Sunday night, it would have been the first week in a bow season, I was in a tree in a spot that I really like. It was actually, I hung it last year and never sat in it. I sat in it this year. Um, I hung it for early season, really, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool spot. Hang and banged it up. Hang and, ba- hang and bang. It was a hang, and then 12 months went by, and it was like, bang. <laughs> it was a long Del- bang. Delayed. <laughs> bang. <laughs> it was, it was, the hang and bang aspect of it was expired by then. You know what I mean? What is the what is that? Three days. Three days. Okay. All right. Jesus. Three days or until <laughs> the next good win. Three days, uh, Tank. Three days. Got it. Don't mess around. I'm so. going to move all my stands. Yep. Well, don't do that. <laughs> that's my. That's the expiration for the you're term crazy. hanging bang. I'm giving. I give three days or your next good win. So say you hang a stand for. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say you hang it for a northeast win. I'm uh, just an example, and you don't get a northeast win for two weeks, then it's still a hanging bang. Yeah, okay. I can see that. You know, three days or your or the next good, good win. win. And if yeah. you miss that win, then it's no longer hanging bang. Yeah, yeah. You can decide that. It's too. the rules. It's the rules of the hanging bang. What if you hang it, <laughs> but never hunted it before? Hunt like three hunts out of it, maybe. Mm, maybe like you're saying like you hang it and you like I hung it in September and I hunted it twice no okay no, no. no. just throwing feelers out there gotta get the hang and bang settled for I know, you know. I know you hang and bang's like a quick it. it's, a, it's a hang it get in it right some people would argue like oh yeah it's a, like a running gun you, you hang it you gotta get in it right away no not always <laughs> no always. calm down there's a delay calm. we're working class here you gotta yeah, make yeah, things work sometimes you gotta work you got you got to hang th- work and then bang bang it you got to th- <laughs> so sunday night i sat in a stand it was an expired hanging bang if you will and uh <laughs> i get out started downpouring like pretty good and i didn't have my ring gear on i'm like oh, okay whatever like no movement nothing's moving i'm yeah. like all right i'm going to get down and i uh, went out i threw a camera up on the way out and i'm on like a field edge it was an e- straight east wind man super weird wind i remember that straight yeah. east that is not yeah, it was weird. So <laughs> I get out, I hang the, I hang a sniper trail camera, um, put it up. Then I'm sitting there and I'm kind of like putting my backpack back on, buckling my my buckles and all that. And and I have my range. I always on the walk in, the walk out. I always have my range finder and release yep. on me always. And I keep my release in my pocket. Um, well, because I did this, I was hanging the camera, so I didn't want it banging around. Yeah. And then I had uh, my range finder on like this like Nikon zip retractable thing on my harness two does run out to the field and then there's one other doe jumps out and she's standing there and i range her and it's 60 yards and i'm like dang 60 yards but i practiced my ass off for elk and just really took it home with broadheads and everything and shooting really good she stands out there and i'm like i draw back i'm like and i i and a lot of it is see how you feel. If it's windy and you're blowing around and you're shaky, sometimes it's hard to pull your nerves together, even on a doe. And I just felt good. 
And I'm like, I just feel like this is going to hit hit its mark. I feel like it wasn't sometimes, especially when you first start bow hunting, you, when you shoot a deer, it's like, I hope I hit this deer. Yeah. yeah. Like it's 30 yeah. yards. I, in your yeah. head, you're kind of like, mm. and then if you do hit, you're like, I hit it. Yeah. yeah. That's like the first part of the learning curve. And then you get to a point where you know your equipment and you shoot your equipment so much, you're like, I know I'm going to hit this deer. Yeah. Yep. That's the feeling I had. That's a great feeling, isn't it? It's, it's uh-huh. like, I know I will kill this yeah. deer. That's when you get in a situation, you start like, pulling, you're dead. and you're just like, oh, this is going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen right <laughs> so now. So I draw back <laughs> on her. I, I waited two seconds. I wanted to make sure she wasn't going to like bolt with the other does, and she just stood there. She kind of saw me but couldn't tell what I was. It was mm. misting really good. And I think that might have had something to do oh, with I'm it, sure. or yeah. she just like couldn't figure me out. She couldn't smell me. And sixty yards, I I pulled through and let her go. And she went five yards, and she she's going like uphill. I can see this whole thing. Five yards rolls like full blown rolls into the ditch. I'm like, oh, she gets up, rolls again, snow plows her front front legs right into a cedar. Oh yeah, and that's game, when you know they're done. Game over. <laughs> when they're snow plowing, that's the best yeah. thing you could see. Yeah, You're like oh boy, here we go. You're and done. I, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, that just felt so good. So I ran up, and she's a big old fat nanny, and oh dude, I was, I'm stoked. It was awesome, dude. That's awesome. It was awesome. I just felt so good to, like, I practiced for those shots. And that's the thing about, like, an HHA single pin. My sight picture was clear, and I you it forces you to shoot at 60 yards because you sight, you go to 20 and 60, and that's how you get your sight tape on you. Yep, here. yeah, for sure. So 60 is kind of like that main mark where you try to make your 60 like it's your 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you had a, if you had a multi-pin and then, like, at 60, it's misting and stuff, like, other colors are involved. Blurred, yeah, yeah. Sure. I could see that messing up, but single pin, I mean, it's perfect. Dude, it was beautiful, man. It was That's beautiful. Awesome. It was yeah. just, I don't know, it was such a good like feeling. Like, watch the arrow just uh, hit And I mark. think with a heavy arrow, like, I'm shooting ethics inserts and, like, the heavier broadhead and all that, I think it just, like, it just, I don't know, it devastated her. Even at 60, it just put the hurt on her. Like, I, I couldn't believe it dropped her the way it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she walked two steps and it, she was just That's like you ever watch a exactly fighter get hit with a really hard hit and they're on jello knees like for the yeah. rest of the round until the fight's over that's what this dough did <laughs> just, just like some, somebody just, just like come on just end it yeah jello knees immediately <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh that was uh-huh. incredible yeah it felt good man 60s yeah. a far shot i know what a lot of you guys are thinking but i'm telling you man that was a uh, yeah that was a tw- like a, that's awesome. It was like you shot at ten yards uh-huh. and it went down. It was amazing. <laughs> it felt so good, dude. I was there, I remember when you told me you're like, yeah, it was at sixty yards. I was like, really? And you're like, yeah, but the situation was like just perfect. Like it was like everything. Everybody yeah, out on the field. About. Like there's no yeah. trees in the way. Yep, there's nothing, nothing yeah. in the way. It was just you and the dough. Just clean arrow flight, baby. Yeah, KO'd. It's like, oh, okay. It okay. was amazing, that's man. Awesome. I was yeah. proud of it. I was just like, man, yeah. that was another thing happened though. Is you're totally sold on heavy arrows, you said. Yeah, I'll never shoot a light arrow. I'll Hasht- never shoot an arrow under 500 grains yeah, from this point. Hashtag heavy arrow project, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm building a car, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, heavy arrows for life. Yeah, I would say I started shooting heavy arrows, and oh, I love them. Dude, it, the it, way it makes your bow perform is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it quiets your bow down, too. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It just feels right. <laughs> it was pretty, man. I wish I had it on film. I do so bad. Yeah. Or I just wish someone was there to see it. <laughs> You're like, come on. To be like, yes, I feel good about like, that great, like, Nice shot, Kurt. <laughs> I, I just wanted a high five. Yeah. You know? I wanted a high five and like 
Just a pat on the back. Like, man, <laughs> good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> You're here, here, man. You're I, here. I was, I was in it. Nebraska. I know what it feels like. It feels great when someone yeah. else is there and it's like, you smoked him. Like, Your Emilio's yeah. 50, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I beat you, though. And that was a poke. Oh, <laughs> 60's a poke. <laughs> that is a poke, for sure. Man, that, that's crazy. Another question for the listeners. What's the furthest you've ever shot a deer? Not that I'm encouraging you guys to shoot Ooh, deer further. Gosh, no. Is that a bad question to ask? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Because then it just gets to bragging and... Then you end up like the one guy on the page that uh, we follow for local hunters. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. No, nobody wants that guy around. Don't want to be that guy? Don't. Uh, Never mind. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Bad Kurt. Just pat yourself on the back if it was a part. What's up with you, man? You you had some, uh, the red light's still red. The red light is still red. Um, So I know we're going to talk about it, but Friday at my farm, we, we harvest some corn around my stand, like just 10 rows in. And I was surrounded by deer, like, not to brag about scent crush or anything, but they, <laughs> two, like, five of them came from downwind. Other ones came out in the field. Everything was perfect. And I was going to shoot it at 15 yards, but uh, the button buck pushed it off. It was, like, hanging around still, looking like an asshole. <laughs> but then I had another doe at 23 yards, and I, for some reason I put my 25-yard pin. I, I dialed 25 thinking she's going to move when I pull back. And forgot about and she it. she did not, and I did not forget about it. And I forgot about it. But I shot, I think I hit the dead man zone. Never found my arrow or anything. Shout yeah. out to Brandon. He came and helped me So in the morning, but never found it. So it was in the back of my head. So come Monday, I was hunting uh, a management area where you got to shoot a doe for you shoot a buck. Which is a scare. It's a, you got some, and that's where you killed your big buck last year. Yeah. It is 17 a 17-inch G2. <coughs> <coughs> oh, just that? Just that it little is guy? A, it is a scary time because you got to get your doe out of there. And, you know, the weather has been... Well, it's getting be, colder now, so yeah. it's getting better. But first, yeah, but I was let's like, elaborate Shit. a little bit because super big management area. It's a lease, and the contract is it's a lease with other guys, right? And it's a bunch a, of other people. And it's a contract that you have to shoot a doe for you shoot a buck. Yeah. You have yep. to. Yep. Herd management, yeah. kind of a deal. And then, uh, well, just fair. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, you had to shoot two does before you shoot a buck, which was a real pain in the ass. But <laughs> oh, really? We'll talk about that. But so I had to shoot a doe. And I go out Monday. It's 80 degrees. Like, I did not want to go, but I drug myself out there, got a thermosel. had to buy another one because my one ran out. <laughs> so I get out there. I, I'm hanging and banging, bring my whole new stand in. I'm walking back there to my spot where I killed my buck, like, thinking, you know, I'll get a doe, get it out of there, be done. Get back there, find the tree, set my stand. I'm like, well, I better walk around a little bit, check it out. 20 yards from where I was, a stand's there. So I'm all pissed off. Like, this is... I'm not happy at all. Right. Mosquitoes are terrible. <laughs> uh-huh. It's 80 degrees out still. So I grab my stand, go a few ridges over, find a nice another nice ridge I never knew about. So I'm kind of happy about that too. So I set up. It's like 3.30 now. I had to look for more stands to make sure I'm not in anybody's space because, you know, I don't be a dick. Yeah, right. But I set up. It's 3.30. Sweat my... I smell like... I mean, I can smell myself. Like, it smells bad. Like, I'm screwed. Like... You chose <laughs> the onion route. Yeah, this is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I did use that field spray from Scent Crusher. Mm. I sprayed everything down like crazy. I'm all wet. <laughs> Probably from the sweat more than anything. But. So I set up around 4 o'clock. A doe and a fawn come in at 48 yards. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I can maybe pinch it off. And then like the trees and stuff, I didn't I didn't feel right. So I waited. And one of them actually bedded down at 48 yards. And I lost her. And I thought she left. She actually got back up at 48 yards. I'm like, okay, here we go. Goes the other way. Like all deer do. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> so now I'm sitting there. So now I'm even, just not a good day for me. So I'm sitting there like all pissed off. Come like around six o'clock. 
that Doe and Fawn come back, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And they're coming, like, right in, like, right under my stands. I'm like, here we go. So I'm making sure everything's good, you know, like the yardage and everything, trying to arrange it, get everything ready. And I was going to wait for the big doe, but the fawn kind of got spooky. Like, I think she started smelling me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, it's now or never. 20 yards. I settled my pin this time. I said it like last time. I kind of had to lean out and pinch it off. This is perfect. Wide open. Slick trick, raptor trick. Sent it right through both shoulders. And she's like, I thought I spined her because she just dropped. Like, I've never seen a deer just <laughs> drop and just <laughs> roll. Yeah. And she started rolling, like, tried getting up again. So I thought I spined her. So I just put another broadhead in her and yeah. sunk her down and finished her off. But it was perfect. 20 yards. Let her happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got her out of there. Got my doe. Let the red light shine. Let it go, man. So let's let's tell people about our uh, bet too. Like speaking of all this, because me and oh Doug, boy. me and Doug are good. We're crazy. Yeah. We're, we're yeah, all you're, you're all about the bet now. We're right yeah. out in the sunset. Hey, I was all about it at the beginning. Yeah. I'm I'm the one who I'm followed a, through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm beyond. I wasn't that worried. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, were you? Uh, no, I wasn't worried. Now, well, you tank. <laughs> tank still worried. <laughs> I was talking. I wasn't about worried, and now I'm getting worried. Okay. Steve's flinging arrow. Steve, I thought was like, and with okay. the weather coming in, like yeah. people are gonna be out. Yeah, All right, let, like let's talk about this bet. So we have uh, our our carbon TV group for working class bow hunter. You know, it's uh, me, Steve, and Eric, like the hosts, and then we have our producer Jordan Johnson from Combination Creative. Um, he's he's part of the team. Um, we have Cameron. We have uh, Doug. We have that's our whole carbon crew. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like there was one more. I miss. I was missing one, but so. Jordan texted me. He's like, hey, man, who do you think will kill a deer first? Like, me or you, whatever. He's like, you want to do a bet? I'm like, all right, sure. And he sends me a picture of this, like, baby, like, cartoon fawn. And he said, whoever doesn't kill a deer or whoever was the last person to kill a deer out of me and you has to get this tattooed. And I'm like, hey, man. I was like, I I don't know if you understand, like, how many does I like to shoot. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, let's do the bet with our whole carbon group. So well, I'm like, many, okay. How many does you kill a year, you think? Um, on average, depends on my property. Uh, last year, the property I hunted, I there's a lot of does, so I shot four does last year. Yeah, see, I'm um, around two or three. Yeah, I probably, I'll try and shoot two or three this year. Uh, maybe depends on how things work out. I I don't know. Just meet in the freezer, you know. Yeah, yeah I don't get know how the way yeah, it yeah. is because that's all me and my wife eat. I don't know if I'll. Yeah, you guys demolish. Yeah, we <laughs> eat a lot of deer meat. I don't know if I'll shoot another one before the rut. I might wait till late season. I, I haven't decided. It depends on my mood and like what situation or what night i'm out yeah. and like what opportunity i'm presented with but a big old nanny comes in yeah just, oof. i really want to shoot a doe with a double throat patch because i want to mount one um i just think that'd be like a really pretty doe mount doe mounts are pretty i anyway. do too i'd like one of those look yeah. at the full range system like a buck and a doe yeah i'd like to just have like a pretty just doe with a double throat patch i think yeah. it'd be really cool which i have one on one of my properties and uh, we gotta take a pee break quick pee break quick Okay. Listen here. I know what you're thinking. You're listening to the podcast. You're like, I could do this. I could start my own podcast. I could start my own hunting show. I could start my own hunt, hunting online project. Carbon TV, I could be on that. But what are you going to start? You're going to film with your shitty iPhone? Yeah, yeah. You think you know, but you don't until right now. We're going to tell you how to do that. You need a producer. You need a logo maker. You need a video editor. You need you a need, hype man. You need expensive cameras. You need all the shit. You know where to go? CombinationCreative.com. Mm-hmm. See our buddy Jordan Johnson. He produces the music for our show, our show on Carbon TV, all the funny edits. He's got green screens, all the cameras, everything you need. Get your head out of your ass. You can't do it on your own. You need a professional. Yes, you do. That's the only reason why we're able to do it. Combination Creative. Find them on Instagram. Social media, anywhere, combination creative. 
Okay, we're back. All right, so the bet is, anyway, what we're getting to, the bet's with our whole Carbon TV crew. The bet is the last person to kill a deer, and that's like a doe, it's any deer, yep. a doe can count. So me and Doug are already out of this. The last person to kill it, whoever the last person is to kill one or not kill one, what if there's two people that don't kill, though? You gotta get both tattoos. I'm yeah. gonna say that if you can't kill a, a at deer, least a doe, a deer in like three months, because uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's got doe over tags, three correct? months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is bow only. So if you don't kill a deer, you have to get that a cartoon little deer tattooed on you. And right now, me and Doug are out. So nux to that, Doug. We're in the safe zone. Yeah, safe zone. Tank, you're still in it. How do you feel? <laughs> it's a cute tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shouldn't be in it though. I was filming. And this dope. Well, I mean, it's up on you, I know, bro. right? Yeah. <laughs> so Cameron you didn't have to. I know. I Cameron's didn't. making excuses because he was going to shoot a doe, but he couldn't. So get there was this film. big two hundred inch buck. Big old darn buck. Big old buck. I had to get on film though. <laughs> Steve was trying to put the herd on one before you, man. I know he's flinging arrows. It's making me nervous. Like I didn't think I'd ever be nervous about Steve, but I'd, he's I'll, just like, oh, it's dang, brown. I'll be honest. <laughs> if uh, if I didn't have deer right now, and I heard Steve almost got one, I. I'd be like, oh shit, <laughs> it's go time. So like, if we were like a weight class division, me and Doug would be one and two. You guys are up there in the mix, just fighting for rank. <laughs> and yeah, we'll, and me and him, yeah. me and Kurt might even have some more wins. Come what? It, so yeah, what happens if me and Doug double down again before anybody else shoots another one? I might just shoot another doe just because of that. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna throw it out. <laughs> and I'll just get all specialty what, meats what if made we make out a little of side it. And I'll feed you sandwiches at lunch. Yeah, or you get a little oh, snack, no, a little terrible. snacky. <laughs> you want some snack? <laughs> you want some deer? Eat some of this sausage <laughs> I showed you. you some bitch. Yeah. What happens if me and you double up before they what do? If, what if we make a little side bet that let's say you and me both kill another deer for anyone else? That we don't have to pay for beer, it's the whole deer season. Ooh, I like uh, that. No, that's, that's a lot. It's not of fair money. for you because yeah. Eric and them aren't around too much. But <laughs> Eric jumped in the bed when he shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. That dude, Eric's to where? Eric's right now on his honeymoon in Colorado with his wife. And you almost had your deer. Steve almost had his deer. So like him and Jordan, have. and he's and Eric's not even back yet. Yeah, man. Like sketchy. Eric said, "I'm all in, bro. Here's the chips. Sketchy. I wonder if like Eric's like cocky in, bastard in Colorado, and like somebody kills a deer. He's like, oh no, uh oh, <laughs> and Lee's just like, what, uh, what? And he's like, somebody killed. Oh, Lee's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong? He's like all pissed off all night. He's like, Kurt killed one. Doug just killed one. Like, fuck. It's. <laughs> I think it's fun. I imagine we're not the only people that make bets like this, but to no. make a bet on like a tattoo that high of a stake, like. Yeah, ink on your body it's fun though it's, i would do it just because here, here's the thing i have zero tattoos on my body so that'd be yeah, my first here's tattoo. the thing me and jordan jordan <laughs> our producer he's he's got a lot of tattoos as well and i have a lot of tattoos so if we get like that cute little deer to us it's just like it's almost like a party tat it's like yeah, oh that's yeah. kind of fun we made this bet one time like ha 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 like if yeah. people see it they're not like what what they're like yeah. oh yeah you have a lot of tattoos like i don't know why you got that but like Okay. I'm not going to question it. Like, your fingers are tattooed. Like, I'm not yeah, really going to judge. I'm not going to question Yeah, you. I'm not going to question your poor decisions. <laughs> but if it's me with no tattoos at yeah. all and just... <laughs> One little cute deer. <laughs> like, you're deer. like, what? I like deer hunting. What, what's up? <laughs> you couldn't get, like, a deer skull or something cool <laughs> like everybody else? Could get, like, one of the bucks you shot or anything, you dumbass. Cameron's close, but you're, it's way out of your theme of tattoos. Yeah, way out like, of you have theme. Like, you have a three-quarter sleeve. Yeah. You have a Quad City three-quarter sleeve. 
So if you got a, <laughs> so if you got a that cute little deer tattoo, people would be like, man, that doesn't. Uh, doesn't I should fit put it thing. right in the inside, so it goes <laughs> nothing with this thing. Okay, and so the stipulation is, you can get it any size you want. I mean, it's it's got to be a certain size big because otherwise you can't. You, you have to. Dude, it's got to no, be. You got to no, no, no. be able to tell it's a deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I would think that'd be a group decision. Whoever doesn't kill, it doesn't get to choose. Man, that's Ooh, sketchy. That adds the stakes up high. Well. Otherwise, it's like, oh, what? I'm so you're saying this, you I'm gonna get this dime-sized tattoo and everything. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you couldn't do that tattoo the size of a dime because you can never get that detail into it. Yeah, but would it matter? It'd, it'd have be to like, be hey. like, it'd have to be at least an inch and a half tall by two inches long or two inches wide. I'm th- I'm talking like three inches like tall, four inches wide. You want it that big, huh? You got to make it noticeable. I'm I'm saying if <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even killed a deer and I'm I'm understanding. I'm that. saying right. tank if if. If you don't get a doe down get on by neck. this weekend, I'd be I'd be <laughs> sketched. Neck. I'd be worried right now. Yeah, I yeah. know. It feels good to have the pressure off, man. Yeah, yeah. It's easy for you guys. You're like, yeah, do the whole back. Yeah. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like a Google image you just blew just up. It. Yeah, just all pixelated. It's all, yeah, all pixelated, gritty. Like, <laughs> get Jesus. your face done, bro. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, I wonder if you guys have made a a more high stakes bet on just getting a deer down. Let us know. That's and so, pretty high. So some people might be like, "This is this is disrespectful." Like, uh, one, it's going to motivate Steve to get get a buck on the ground. Yeah, he's hunting more than he almost did last year. Yeah. Steve doesn't need another shitty tattoo. No, well, but I feel like it would Steve, actually go with his. Theme, yeah, though. it would go with his theme of shitty tattoos. Yeah, like, it, he would get that. And people would be like, "Mm-hmm, yep." I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. In the back of our minds, we all thought Steve would probably end up with a tattoo, but he's, he's bringing the heat. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm making a bet ready. on this bet that Steve is the one with the tat. Yeah, I don't know though. You think this uh, whole buck encounter just messed with him? I think it's. It, I think it, it'll make him. It, I think it'll make him better. I think it either made it made him or bro- or it broke him. I, I next year he gets in front. I of hope him, it he's did. Just not I gonna, hope it didn't break. Him. Steve, if you listen to this, I hope it did not break you. Yeah, I think. I get think back it, in there. It I, shouldn't. It shouldn't break you. I do think it's gonna motivate him. I do deep down in my soul, but I'm worried that it, it did break him a little. I'm a. Uh, Here's an I'm. Here's my prediction. I'm gonna. Can I make the predictions for once, Doug? Go for it. Uh, uh, you make the predictions, and then Doug will go. Yeah, oh wow! Okay, Miss Cleo. Cleo. I think that Steve is gonna not be the I, after all. Hundred percent decision. I think Steve won't be the last one because he's gonna get lucky because we're all doubting him. He's going to pull a hat trick this weekend. Oh, boy. And figure it out. He's going to get one down. I could totally see that. Yep. I Yep. And I'm not the I'm not the prediction guy. I'm just throwing him out. I think that's going to happen. And then I think Eric's going to come back this weekend and be like, fuck. Yep. And then I think Tank, I think you and Jordan, I don't think. I could see it. Yep. I don't think Jordan cares as much because he's the one that brought up the bet. I think he loves the idea and it's funny to him. So I don't feel like he's going to feel the pressure as hard. Tank, I feel like you're gonna get frustrated because Steve's gonna get one down before you, and you're just <laughs> gonna get ball apart. You're gonna try and force it. <laughs> oh boy! So I think you're gonna struggle if he's he... driving down the road. There it is. Just start running <laughs> down my truck. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get this bitch. I think I think you're only gonna struggle if Steve kills one before you because I think, I think I will. you're I gonna mentally eat yourself. But I'll I think be freaking that out. You, you, there's also a chance you'll just smoke one this weekend. You'll be out of the running. Yeah. And then it'll be the three amigos. Jordan, I think, I don't think he's as hungry for it because he doesn't care about the tattoo. Yeah. Well, obviously he doesn't since he was trying to bring yeah. this up with just you and him. But I also know Jordan really wants to get it done this year on a good buck. 
So yeah. there's that in his head too. That's true. If he's holding out for a good buck and he doesn't shoot a doe, on this yeah, cut, then I'm gonna say he's he's in he's doing this with with the wrong group. But of I guys. think he's he need, he wants deer meat though, so I yeah, think he is yeah. gonna shoot. I say we all love deer meat. Should I get my prediction? Much. Yeah, do it. Yeah, clear. all right. I think I think Tank's gonna just really hit it hard this weekend, and he'll be done. Okay. And I also <laughs> think Eric's gonna get back, and he's gonna also gonna get it done too this weekend because this weekend's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. This is the weekend I, for early season. I don't know what yeah. Steve's going to do this weekend, but I hope he goes hunting. And then I don't, I really don't know Jordan's schedule because he's, you know. He's a busy guy. Busy guy. So maybe he has something going on where he can't hunt. And he should be able to he get gets out. edged out. But I could also see Steve getting edged out too. The thing about Jordan is he has a ton of work with Combination Creative. And so if he gets a lot of his projects done, he can go hunting anytime. I'm saying the last three to get it done will be Eric Jordan and Steve. I think Tank's going to get done Friday or Saturday. Yeah, it'll be a three-way battle. This will be interesting. So I think Tank's done trying to film shit. <laughs> I know, I am. I actually, the, la- the last time I went out, I was like, mm-mm. It's kind there of funny because, like, like, the bet started out and we're, like, you know, not worried about it. Now two people are done. It's like, okay, oh, fuck me. On. Like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> who, who Did you, going into this, like, what did you think? Because you don't have any tattoos, so this is, like, a high-stakes bet for you. I was in, and I wasn't really worried about it. It's arrogant, man. <laughs> I don't want to be arrogant, but like, there's, con- I, like, there's confidence. I, I live, it's like, confidence. I live at my place. Like, I can go hunt my place. Like, yeah. when I get off yeah. work, I get home at three thirty, go out and hunt. Like every night, if I need to. I wasn't. I wasn't worried about it. One, I don't care about getting a tattoo. It's just I think it's a. I, it's a fun party tat for yeah. me. Plus, my, I have enough to where it's not weird. <laughs> when the first bet started, I was kind of like, I probably shouldn't go in because yeah. you never know. But yeah, like I was telling Doug though, it's not. Like, me getting the tattoo, it wouldn't be the tattoo that would irritate me. It was the fact that Steve shot a deer before. Yeah, yeah I hear like you. That would be like the, That would be the part that eats me. That's the bet that you take, though. But it's it's one of those things. It's, uh, I, I took the bet knowing I could kill a deer 100% before Steve. Yeah. So well, I took, yeah. It, it took me less than Or one out of five hunters. I mean. One yeah. out of five. I feel pretty confident that. Me too. I'm a pretty high-stakes yeah. doe killer. Yeah, like what I can if, I can get on a doe pretty what hot. If, See, I think about like the negative. It's like, well, what if like something dumb happens and you like missed I get, or something? Yeah, I missed or like I'm hunting and then the landowner comes through just walking and it's like, oh god, shit, you can't help. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, <gasps> but in the way back of my mind, I was thinking, like, what if I lost and got a tattoo and I just got an addiction? Like, I'm gonna be curt now. Like, <laughs> you, film, just get, just, you just get face me tattoos. Just film me <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> I need more tattoos. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about going from like our joke bet. Let's get a little serious and talk about the next week or two. What we're thinking mm-hmm. about because we're gonna try and do these podcasts um, every every week. But I want to try and keep them as current as possible for the season. Yeah. Um, that sometimes yep. that's hard because we want to hunt instead of podcast. All right, um, and that's a typical working class boner. Like we're not gonna hit you and drill you with nothing but fucking tips. This is what you need to do. Yeah. Need a hang and bang, you know, brother. <laughs> you have fun, man. We're we're hunting Sister. camp for in a podcast. I think this weekend's supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. I think that this is there's a cold front coming in. What's the temperature drop? How? What's the degrees difference? So what? It high was of fifties like, this weekend. Yeah, I would say it was like 80, high of fifties. Yeah, fifties. It was like eighties yesterday. Today it was like seventy. Tomorrow was like fifty. Oh, so it's got twenty. It's mm-hmm. gonna twenty degree drop. Yeah, I think tonight. Tonight or tomorrow, it's supposed to drop down. Like, the low is, like, 33. Okay. It's going to be a frost. It's coming in. So, if the weather is doing what it says it's going to do... You're going to see This is going to be the first 
good, real cold front of yeah. the bow season. Here we are. We're coming into two weeks in. We got hose with the warm weather. The cold front's coming in. This is what everyone wants for early October. This weekend, I predict, and this is just factual, I think bucks are going to die this weekend. Oh, for sure. I um, agree. I think that you're going to see a lot. Your social media is going to be popping with bucks, um, big and small. That they're mm-hmm. all going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. Um, You're going to start seeing rubs and scrapes like crazy. Yeah, this I, is the time to have your deer cam on a scrape. If you can find one, Pino. I haven't found one on any really? of my properties. I haven't. Yeah, I'm about to make a mock scrape with some uh, wind pro or yeah. scrape fix. Best time of year: peanut butter yeah. and jelly, deer cams and scrapes, man. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love it. Uh, so I, I think, I don't know if I'll hunt mornings this weekend. I might get out just because of the cold front. I, I, I'm trying to avoid those morning hunts. I haven't hunted a morning yet. Mm-mm. Um. It depends where you're at, you know. You I might, might hunt one or two. You know, you can get it out of your system. Yeah, just I might hunt more of a low pressure type area stand that I'm not really banking on hunting later in the November. I just get it out of my system. Um, but it is nice, you know. Get your head clear. Yeah. Sleep in a little, then go out. Go out midday and sit. You know, use it fine. as observation time. See yeah. where those yeah, deer are going to bed. That's what I was thinking. Like I go mean, out in the morning, and see what the deer do. Yeah. If, if you know where they're bedding, I mean, bam. That's 50% of your job done. Yeah. And the thing is, too, there's a, right now, early for in our area, a lot of crops coming out. Yeah. yeah. Super early. Can't believe it. Normally, it's end of October, mid, later October. Uh-huh. That crop's coming out. Now, it's like first, second week of season. Crop is coming yeah. out. And the rain's stopping. So, I mean, yeah, I farmers think, are going to be getting it. Yep. Yeah. They're going to oh, be. for sure. They're going to be getting after it this weekend if the fields aren't too saturated, which I think they'll be fine by then. Um, yeah, hopefully. Depends on the yeah. wind, how windy it is and whatnot. But, um. Man, I do think this weekend's going to be good. I, I don't you know think you're going to see a switch then? Or you're going to start seeing bucks then during daylight? And I don't think it's going to be like a bucks and be rocking one in the afternoon. Well, no, no. I Not, think last hour daylight, uh-huh. you're going to see deer moving. Uh, yeah, maybe bucks moving depends on you know. This is all hopefully we're bucks generalizing. Moving. That's the thing. Like, yep. we're generalizing because I don't know yeah. what property you. Know, I mean, I'd say in general. I would stuff. bank on seeing bucks the last hour of legal shooting light. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have like a pristine food plot and all this low pressure, that's different. Um, that's what I would think. I'd think you might get lucky catching deer some late morning moving around just with the good weather. But I'm for I, sure the does. Yeah. If you do it's have a, a pristine food plot, though, and the right wind this weekend, watch out because... Yeah. That's the place to be. Yeah. If yeah. I had that opportunity, oh, yeah. I'd be sitting like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'd be sitting probably one to dark if the wind's correct. Yeah. I don't know. Get in there. Yeah. No. I'd it's, say you can't sit there too long. Yeah. I don't the wind's going right. to hurt. Yeah, yeah. If your wind's correct and yeah, your entry's good. Hunting yeah. all day already. All yeah. things assuming. Yeah. Don't burn yourself out. Yeah. There's a lot of season left. I've done yeah. that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say I know the uh, deer on my new property. They haven't been even touching the beans. I mean, they haven't even been looking at them. They're watched, off, man. They've already turned. <laughs> yeah, I say I watched a doe and a fawn run across a bean field to come just browse up into the woods. Yeah, I, I was think, like, are I you think a lot of deer me? are moving. They're making that transition with the crop coming out. Acorns, some, oh, yeah. some greens. It's, yeah, especially with how early the crop yeah. coming out. Yeah, this yeah. would be that uh, we're coming in next week mid next week that october lull area where guys you know, it depends where you're at what your property is you might experience one you might not and mm-hmm. uh don't let anyone tell you something's definite because you don't know hey can i have a beer wow, i can only wow. imagine i'm a bush light thank you the october lull could happen to you if you have still standing corn because standing corn just always <sighs> i hate standing corn but it's uh, fuck shit up yeah just the ultimate 
Yeah. It's candy, man. It's candy, but... But hopefully it comes out this weekend for you. Yeah. Uh, Most of my lease, I still have surrounding... Uh, I still have some, not all, but some. Yeah, yeah I say farmers are worried about their beans since it dried yeah, up. Yeah, I still have yeah a lot of corn still left in my property. So yeah. really, mm-hmm. I think it'll be good, man. I think your deer are gonna fall. I'd say oh you know, for sure fall. Fo- yeah. Focus on your afternoons. It, these are my tips for the next week until next week's podcast, which will be the third week of October. I would say Magical. hunt your afternoons. Magical. Get out there. Yep. Hunt the wind. You can't go wrong. Don't burn yourself out. October, end of October, Halloween's always a magical time. I yeah. love hunting Halloween. Yeah, I mean, you're, what, two, three weeks away? Just Yeah, yeah. I would say once Halloween is here, I mean, then you, you're in it. You're freaking the golden hour. Yeah, you're in it. <laughs> God, it's almost here. <sighs> That's so crazy. Close. A couple weeks away. It's like October 1st. Boom, there it is. Boom. Time to go. You know, I don't... It just depends on your property. It, that's all really what it boils down to, yeah. your area, the yeah, pressure, sure. all that, what it holds. Yeah, for me, this weekend, I'll probably still be doe hunting. But if it happens, it happens <laughs> for a buck. But Yeah, yeah no doubt. Oh, oh, you're going to shoot a big buck if it walks by? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yes, tank I am. <laughs> I think people get past, they get like worked up on like the whole, like I talked on the one of the episodes last week. We put out three last week. It's one of those... Uh, People can overcomplicate it. Oh, for sure. So it depends what you're going for. I'd say just go for it, man. Hunt the afternoons. The cold mm-hmm. front's going to be good. Just be out there. Just keep yep. it simple. Yep. Yeah, really. Hunt the Have wind. fun. Yeah. Don't frustrate yourself. You can frustrate yourself with all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's not the time to be frustrating already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just relax. Yep. This is the... I've been thinking about... This is, like I said before, before my elk hunt, you've already weighed in for the fight. Yeah. Just tune up. Make sure you're still good. Check your bow when you need to check your bow. Shoot some arrows throughout the week know your stuff you're good just get out there and be ready be ready for the knockout yeah you boys gonna be hunting food sources then yes yeah i'm gonna hunt man i gotta i always this is me trying to settle myself down because i want to be everywhere (laughs) i'm (laughs) gotta keep kurt centered (laughs) yeah i have a couple good uh like bluff areas like where one side depending on the wind um like some good typical like pinches and just different sort yeah. of like terrain features yep. that I might dive into. I kind of dabble. I might stay out of them and just hunt like the still. I might still this weekend, even though the wind's going to be good. I might still just stay on those fringe type mm-hmm. areas, even though the weather's like, hey, you can get a little aggressive. Yeah, but it's just so early that I don't want to yet. Yep. Like I might just like chill. I'm pretty calm, cool, and collective. Like after that elk hunt in Colorado, I'm just kind of got that out of my system a little like i knocked the edge off yeah just kind of agree get in there and relax and have fun man you don't got to stress just yep so i I think i might still go a little pretty low pressure yeah because i know like halloween and on i'm gonna hit her heavy yeah oh yeah i don't say focus on hopefully you find some scrapes or make a mock scrape and you know good deer came Mm -hmm. on and see what's around that's a good idea i might come around yep it's a real good idea i'll kind of do a second scout on probably that uh, new property I picked up and mm-hmm. get some cameras moved. Yeah, it's a good weekend to kind observe of res- almost. Res- yeah, get some Even though you want to get in it. But. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm going to be in it, man. I don't know if I'm going to hunt mornings. I haven't decided yet. This depends. It I depends on what I look, what the wind's doing, and, and I imagine it's going to be north of something I would, yeah. with the cold. But I would, uh, I don't know. I got to see what it's doing. 
that's going to decide what I do in the morning. Mm-hmm. If I know I can get in somewhere without spooking anything in the morning, mm-hmm. then I'll go in. Yeah, the best thing is just let the wind decide where you hunt, right? Yeah, it is. If I got like a deep, deep timber spot that just looks tasty, I might get in it. <laughs> just in the get morning. that first morning sit out of the yeah, way. Yeah, because I'll be in there far enough that maybe the deer aren't there yet. Get yeah. in there early and just okay. kind of just chill. Yeah. Just relax. Have fun. Take it in. All right, let's close her out there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah, all we need. We had sure. some fun on this one. Just a little update. Steve should be back. He told me a couple weeks, and then he told me three, four weeks. So hopefully soon. He's going to be hustling. Everybody, think about Steve. Let's hope he gets a buck done after Tank Shoots one. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> Don't lose that bet, man. You're getting that tat on your face. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this show. We love you. Go shoot your bow. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.